other day night, right? Yeah, so uh, this time around we started a bit different. We are like doing a bit of uh, because it's sports nights, right? We need to like start like moving around, correct? Because I guess right now a lot of people are having like cabin fever, right? So today we got uh, it's our special edition because uh, we are doing it on Saturday. So those who actually uh, could join us on a weekend crowd can come and join us as well. Okay, I hope you all like the music and uh, dancing with us, huh? All right, so if you like it, no, please help me like and share this uh, Facebook live sessions because uh, we have a lot of great stuff is coming. And uh, remember to share this live session as live. No, share this, all right? Not open a watch party uh, because later on, we can't track your questions, okay? We have a lot more to come. And also today, we actually have a very, very special Facebook giveaway. Okay, so don't want to, I don't want you to miss this as well. Okay, so before I begin the sessions, right, just in case you are wondering what is the uh, Ministry of Adventure about, we are actually a sports media company, all right? We provide sports-related content and marketing services to sports industry, all right? So in short, it's like more like a sports travel lifestyle content, yeah, so to add values to our audience as well, okay? Because I, we know that, like, uh, we all, like, sports lover and we can't go out, right? What's, what's there for us right now, right, other than waiting to uh, we we only like we what, what else we can do other than watching like uh Netflix right so I hope that you no know, that's why we uh, MOA we hope Ministry of Venture we hope to you know have this live uh sports night series right is also to support uh the sports industry as we know that many sports merchants got hit uh as, and also even travel industry as well okay so we want to this side uh, to be a platform for people get to know more what is the uh, sports vendors of sports companies have uh, are doing you know in this uh, covid-19 right so that you all can also get to enjoy and uh, consume some of the benefits as well okay all right so please help me go and like uh, our ministry of adventure page and follow us remember to type the c first because uh, we have a lot more uh, upcoming uh, great great updates for you all and uh, we all know that like our facebook crowd uh, facebook right now is very crowded so that's why we don't want you to miss this. Okay, so please help us to like our page, follow, and put C first. All right, so, all right. So if you just came in, I saw a lot of uh, nice faces. Hi, Chickbone. Thanks for being uh, our top fans today. Hey, I mean, like, and Sufian is 12. Nice to see you. And we have to see you all today. I'm sure for you. You are eligible to access to our cap hack and uh, get a virtual card to access to our merchants, uh, lifetime access, full library of content courses, video sheets, and also sports information. So every episode, right, we actually will consolidate new bonus from uh from a different sports and travel industry. Okay, for you to get it. All right, just get a QR code and just uh, register for that line. And this is what you're gonna have. Membership is just only two dollars stuff as well from this COVID nineteen. All right, so values is more than money. You know, like um, you better faster get out of it. Yeah, because we the price <laughs> Okay, all right. So I want to do a big shout out to our sponsor. Okay, this episode, uh, we very very blessed to have Trisa Crowd sponsoring free top of a legacy dark chocolate ice cream to our audience today. As you know, my my dear uh who is uh, the owner for this uh, company he knows that most of us are having cabin fever so he decided to you know give us some uh, ice cream to make us happy okay so thank you so much to trees the crowd 
And how do we win this ice cream actually? Not just ice cream. And we have even a pair of $500 uh, like vouchers to go on trips with Beyond Expeditions, which Scott is going to share more about it. I think it's amazing. $500 off, man. And also, we will actually give you a travel hacks uh, cheat sheet, all right? Because I think this is a good chance for us to plan for our trip, right? Especially in the post uh, COVID 19. All right, we are giving out to three lucky winners today. Okay, so what you need to do is to like and follow Ministry of Venture, all right? Share this uh, Facebook Live and also tag three friends and comment, I want to travel on this uh, MOA Facebook Live. Then you can stand a chance to win this. It's Today, we will talk about what's the purpose of traveling. All right, so this is especially for most of can, a lot of people can relate to this uh, because we, some of us, we do travel. I'll share a bit more about our first guest speaker. All right, his name is Scott, who is the founder from Beyond Expedition. Scott is also oh, a good friend, and he's a seasoned backpacker since 19 years old. Come on, 19 years old, most of us are studying, right? Yeah, but Scott's already started his uh, traveling journey. So after go through so many countries, I remember you told me that to get jaded with the mountain and lakes and those sightseeing experience. All right, so he found his path. However, he found himself right diving deep into this uh, inner regions of uh, Mongolia and India at the age of 27. Such a young age, man. Yeah, so he set up his own uh, travel agency companies called Beyond Expedition thing, and not just bring people to, you know, traveling around, experience the beauty of the place. He even brought a group of people to hike, to walk this uh, 800 km across the Gobi Desert. All right, and this is amazing, and it's uh, featured in a lot of news, as you can see in Straits Times, Dian He Zao Pao. He even raised funds for Singapore Cancer Society. Such a great guy, man. All right, let's hear, we were looking forward to hear more from him, all right? So let's have a look of a short video clip Okay, to see what and his company do. Okay, All right. So can we get a video up? Okay, some technical glitches. All right. So can we have a video? Thank you. Okay. So while while we are buffering, please like and share our Facebook live. All right, so if you all really like to see Scott later and want to hear more from him, please help me click like, 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 like. All right, so let's welcome our good friend Scott. All right, so yay, Scott is coming. Okay, Scott, you need to unmute yourself. You need to unmute, unmute yourself, please. Thank you. Hello, hello. Scott, you need to help me unmute yourself. The audio is still, still muted. Cool. 
Yeah, sometimes right, StreamYard has this uh, problem, huh? All right, so while Scott is handling his audio, Sorry. please type your questions to him, huh? If you have any questions. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. We are very glad to see you. The audience here are very excited to see you, man. Yeah. Hi, so, guys. Scott, how are you, man? I'm doing great, man. Uh, check out my base camp. I'm all alone here. And uh, <laughs> this is a two-man's tent. I still have one more space. So, I mean, the lucky person who gets to stay throughout the entire uh, live video will get to be chosen uh, to join me for tonight. <laughs> wow, yes, you did. If you want this, right, type, type base camp, base camp, so we can track you and then uh, contact uh, Scott to enjoy this uh, benefit from him as well. Hi, Scott. Hey, Scott, do you remember, right? My first question to you, do you remember when was the last time we met? Wow, testing my memory, huh? Um, give me a few seconds. Um, the first time, oh, yes, I remember. The first time I met you, it was at Kyong Baru. And of course, my favorite cafe, which will be Toastbox, for those who know me very well. Yeah, that's my usual hangout spot. Yeah, so Toastbox at Chiang Baru. Am I right? I remember because I, I feel that this circuit breaker is like so long. You know, like I was like losing my social life <laughs> yeah <laughs> can totally feel that yeah now. it's good to... <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> i remember we were talking about like your previous kayaking expedition hey, hey. some yeah. bigger glitches huh Okay, so while, uh, yeah, so a bit lag, huh? So continue to share, it's okay, continue to share. Can you guys hear me? Seems like there's a little bit of a technical glitch over here. I think it's gonna get better uh, sometime. So just uh, hold on for a while, guys. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, for those who know me very well, Toastbox is one of my favorite hangout space in Singapore. Like, I can't even visit Toastbox for like, I think sometimes five times, five times in a day. It's crazy, you know? And th that you can imagine how many times I drink, uh, how many cups of coffee I drink in a day. It's crazy. I'm a caffeine addict and I really need coffee to, uh, to keep the creativity going, you know? So imagine when I'm in Mongolia and how am I going to get coffee? You know, so thanks to Toastbox, they, they sell those kind of um, uh, takeaway sachets in their store. So sometimes I will just bring a couple of them along with me on the trip and uh, just pour hot boiling water into it. And then, yeah, solve all the problem. Yeah, solve the, um, the caffeine um, requirement for the day to keep uh, the activities going. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, 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 
I just hear you talking, but I, I'm, I'm actually right, drop up to the backstage, you know? Yeah. But maybe no. I think your star power too strong already. <laughs> too handsome already, I can't take it. Yeah. yeah. So, so Scott, um, just now I'm uh, actually asking you, right, do you remember we talked about the kayaking expedition for your charity expedition? Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, last summer, I still remember. Yeah, wow. so that amazing, amazing. How much you raised after this, uh, exactly at that time? Well, well, let's say, um, I would like to say this, this, this current, um, sorry, this solo paddling right, expedition was, uh, it happened last summer and I was really fortunate because it was my second solo charity expedition that I have done. And I managed to raise a total of about 6,295 Singapore dollars. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Whoa, and that's very impressive. Association Singapore. Yeah, so I was, re I, I was really fortunate to have so many supporters who believe in my cause. Um, which is basically um, you know, do, um, embarking on adventure expeditions while still doing good and giving back to the less fortunate. Yeah. Wow, that's very, very amazing and impressive. Thank you for your kind of being hard to actually contribute to them as well. And also, I want to take this chance right, to share with the audience, right? Uh, Scott actually is the one that uh, referred me to this uh, Down Syndrome Association to do like, rock climbing for them. And the kids are amazing. They are really like, uh, they are very, very talented. And, uh, but just that they need a bit more attention and patience with it, which is Scott's doing a good job. He's, you are not just, uh, I mean, I, I know that this is your first time kayaking also, correct? Uh, well, I mean, a couple of times, but I'm not a pro kayaker. Yeah. But I still managed to survive. Yeah, Yeah, I, I'm very, very uh, grateful and inspired by you. you know, because that time, I remember you, when you shared with me, right, it's just an idea. But right now, you've already done that and even featured, being featured and raised the money and give it to Down Syndrome. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, so today, right, I also, uh, I also just, I also just, I also like just realized that, right, like during your, I mean, like your trips, right, and I saw like some photos that time. And I remember, right, like, because this today our topic is about traveling, yeah. right? I, I, and I realized that my, my senior, my polytechnic senior, right, is actually yeah. your travel buddy. Oh, who is you, this guy or who is this girl? Yeah, shall we guess who is this guy? Uh? Guys, uh, for our audience here, please type the name if you know. All right, we have this special guest uh, <laughs> who just happened to be my senior and also your travel buddy. <laughs> All right, so let's welcome Henry. All right, hey. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you know, I just want to pick up on your point that Scott is really inspiring. Like, he has always shared a lot of travel ideas, a lot of ways to, um, you know, do a lot of good in society. And he don't just say it, he always make it into action. So I think that is really incredible. Yeah, yeah let's let's, let's trick like 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 this. All right, so Henry, I'm very very honored to have you. Actually, I'm quite stressed hey, because no, 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 no. you are the media cop. Yes, nine three three DJ, <laughs> better host than me. <laughs> No, 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 yeah. I just blabber nonsense on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Please, 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 please be kind to me also today. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. You're doing great. You're doing great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm still learning also, right? Yeah. All right. So, for mm. those who are watching, right, if you love this uh, like topic and uh, our two handsome guys over here, right, please also share this post so that more people are right, able to get benefit and get inspired by it so that you know, after COVID 19, we can all go travel together. With this new inspiration all right okay so since both of you are here i actually have a question to to, to, to ask you all right so how do you shoot how do you how do you all met actually how do you meet each other oh. <laughs> uh, 
we have actually met each other since way back in secondary school. Like we first met when we were in Ahmad Ibrahim uh, secondary. So if anyone watching is from AI, hi. Yeah, we're hey! ancient batches of AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, so we, we met in class and we had we knew each other since then. Uh, so we grew up from secondary school. And then uh, afterwards, we went on to different polytechnics uh and life caught up a bit in the center and then afterwards we reconnected because of travel and then uh he was just sharing with us this really incredible idea of you know doing good while traveling while spreading the word for cancer so that really got me very interested and really um i really wanted to be part of that so we reconnected because of that and and we have um yeah been traveling a lot since then <laughs> wonderful yeah, it's really amazing to, to have Henry who, who who actually also believe in in, in our cause and uh, embark um with us on this journey uh, to raise funds and awareness for uh, the cancer patients and not just for one time but actually two times and the third time yeah. is coming which will happen most probably in February two thousand twenty one hopefully hopefully by then yeah the yeah. CB restrictions COVID will be gone by then yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to, to look at it as well. I mean, I hope, really hope this COVID-19 situation get better. Yeah. So how is uh, COVID-19 treating you guys so far? Oh, I really think COVID and CB is a pain in the, can I say S on, on Facebook Live? <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> yeah, we are travelers. You yeah. Know? You know, so I, I really think it's a lot of uh, inconvenience. It's really a huge disruption to our lives, to businesses, to everybody in general. So it's really irritating. But I think um, we have already gone through two months worth of a uh, circuit breaker and uh, we are seeing it starting to, you know, uh, show some light at the end of the tunnel. And every day that we go through CB is, an, is, a, is a day closer to the end of COVID. So, yeah, let's just take heart in that. Lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. I totally can feel that. I like the words like the light in the end of the tunnel. This is what I always yeah. um, tell myself and tell my team of that. Yeah, the give us hope, you know, if they are going through this hard time. Scott, how about you? How does uh, COVID-19 treating you so far? Well, for me, um, I always like to have this belief that, you know, life is all up to us in terms of uh, the, the decision we, we made. So to many people, it may seem like a very challenging time, but to some other people out there, they may feel that this is actually a very good opportunity. So what I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to suggest is actually let's look or look more on the positive side instead of uh, getting trapped um, uh, in the mass thinking of um, you know this negative vortex, which will keep bringing us uh, further down and down and down. And let's try to get out from from this mass negative thinking. And then you know there's so many positive things that we can um, focus on that's so important, such as mm. spending more time with the family members. And mm. you know for for business owners like myself. Uh, although this is definitely a big hit, especially for those who are in the travel industry, but there's always so many possibilities out there for us to to seek and to, to discover. This is this is the best time, yeah. man. Yeah, especially you don't have to uh, attend to so many clients, right? Yeah. When, actually, when... that's really good as well because I think uh, in this period, like even though it's really not a good thing, but uh, we we gain a lot more time to ourselves. We gain a lot more time with the people that matters around us, you know. So I think that 
in a in a sense it's a blessing in disguise like it also you know give the the environment a chance to restart like i just was reading a report recently that um the co2 levels are at all-time low uh that you know that the whatever that ozone hole is closing up and there are a lot of other things that 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 are good that's coming up from this situation so i think it's really like what scott said uh, uh, a matter of perspective if you can shift that to feel a lot better i mean if you can shift that you'll feel a lot of better about the situation uh. Yeah, I totally agree with that as well. Yeah. Wow, Scott, you have your biggest fans here to support you, huh? <laughs> Hi, Leo. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stepping to the point, I also want to also share that, like, uh, at first, right, when the uh, COVID nineteen happened, right? Yeah, there's a lot of people right, asking me what to do about it. Yeah, because you know, like, they they always like go travel with me and stuff like that, and then I say, oh, it's gonna be bored, this like that. But guess mm. what? No, now I chat with them most of the time, right? Most of them are saying that I'm actually upskilling. I'm upskilling myself, watching webinar to learn new things, learn about like like cooking. how to yeah, cooking. Some even learn about some even learn about bushcrafting. That's very interesting, uh. oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so That is that is yeah. in Scott's yeah. Hey Scott, Scott, maybe you, you you can teach us some uh, bushcrafting also, uh. Do some uh, live show also. In a, in a couple of months. In the, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking for that. And this is like actually I feel that it's like a once in a decades or century time of uh, opportunity. If you missed it, right? It's totally we'll just go back to our red race. We don't have chance to right upskills ourselves so right, right? Mm. I like that. I like that tree, yeah. <laughs> Scott. Well, what, what okay. with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, nice. I just saw uh Elio's question. Who is your inspiration, Scott? Who's my inspiration? Oh well, yeah, who is your inspiration, Scott? Well, there are actually many figures, to be honest. Um, of course, uh, since Elio asked this question, I have to say, Elio is one of my biggest inspiration. He's also my mentor <laughs> who has supported me. <laughs> no, legit, for real, man. I mean, he's like 60, 62 years old with a wealth of experiences. And I've always um, seek uh, his advices uh, for the past two to three years. And he's always give me fantastic ideas and, and, and always directing me the right way. Lah. He don't like enforce me to, to think a certain way, but he respect me by listening and you know communicating with me rather than just blabbering uh, away, mm. like which most uh, senior citizens will do so. So it's really incredible and um, an honor for me to have met Elio, from, uh, who's a huge advocate uh, for the Singapore Cancer Society. He's also a double cancer survivor, by the way. Yeah, wow. so good. Very oh, that's very inspirational. Hi, Leo. Thank you for joining us today as well to share your inspiration as well. Thank you, thank you. All right. So today, since today we are talking about like the purpose of traveling, okay. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to understand ourselves first as a traveler, and before we know our purpose or so, right? So we actually mm -hmm. have some. Uh, since it's a Saturday night, right? Let's play some game. We actually have some quiz for you. Bring it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. Can we have that out? So. Now, this time around, right, actually, I right, want to do something different. So, since you both are travel buddies, right, why not you all guess each other? Guess, so, Scott guess for Henry's answer. <laughs> Henry wow. will answer Scott's answer, okay? All right, okay. so... Okay. Okay, audience, I think I will win this one. Because, <laughs> you know, on our trips, right, like, we always say I'm the one who speaks Scottish, like, as in S-C-O-T-T, Scottish. Yeah, so I, I am pretty confident in knowing what he will choose, lah. Okay, we'll Whoa. see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> the results will show everything, huh? Can we have the first question? All right. So going on holiday is more often. You guys, you guys will travel by what? By plane, by car, <laughs> by car, by train, or both. 
So while you're thinking, uh, so the audience over here, you know, like you may join us as well to find out what kind of traveler are you, all right? So don't forget to like and share and tag your friends uh, so that more people can join in and find out more about themselves as well. Okay, so if you guys are ready for your answer. Yeah, I'm going to go first. So Henry's answer would definitely be C. Aha. Uh -huh. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually love uh, traveling by the seaway, you know, by, by, by sea lines. So I love being on boats and trains, actually. Yeah, and train is really interesting. Train is really interesting because, like, you know, you get to go through a lot of different parts of the country and then you get to really see that country flash you by. Yeah, that's why I really like to sit by the window and, like, just watch a country on a train. Yeah, and I love the sea, so train and boat. Mm. Okay, how about you? Like, how about you to Scott? <laughs> I think he is a C as well. Wow, wow, really travel buddy, huh? <laughs> Even the transportation also the same, okay? <laughs> okay, let's let's try, let's uh, go for our questions too, okay? There are more to come, there are more to come. <laughs> so, while choosing a holiday with a travel agent, okay, so Scott, you have to put that aside. Oh. I, I know that you're also a travel agent, huh? So, you go with a travel agent, so you are more likely to opt for. A, B, or C? Wow. If I'm a client myself, <laughs> I would go for... Are we guessing each other or...? Guessing each other, guessing each other. Oh, Henry. Okay, I think Henry will go for a C. From what hey, I know about. All right. <laughs> wow, you already know wow. each other, huh? <laughs> yeah, because I don't like my travels to be like super planned i just like a skeleton like uh detail of what i'm gonna do during my travels and then everything else right i like it to be full of surprises like i like to go to different places where i've never been before experiences that i've never done before so i don't like it too uh planned out so i think i'll go with c nice nice no wonder you you follow uh scott's company huh? because he planned out everything for you very nicely huh <laughs> right so, come on. uh how about scott scott wait wait wait, wait, wait. scott uh, will go for I think Scott is C as well. Uh. He's uh -huh. a man of adventure. Is that right? Is that right? Scott? Uh, almost the same, man. Yeah. Wow. My is C, like. But I mean, the most ideal answer for myself like, would be it's definitely not reflected here. <laughs> I would. I usually have no um, no no itineraries or whatsoever. I would just buy the plane ticket and just fly there on my own and just, you know, maneuver myself around. But I think if I if I only have these three answers to go, I'll go for C. So Henry got me right here. Yeah, man, that's good. Yes, can we have yeah, a question three? Really, buddy, <laughs> uh, this this guy. Wow. Let's see. Let's see. I want to. I want, I'm expecting something different. Let's see. <laughs> What's the last thing you do before leaving home and go on holiday? Henry, <laughs> Henry definitely nothing. So it's an A. <laughs> I okay. am always in a mad rush for things like. I yeah, I don't leave a note. Like who am I kidding? <laughs> really, I don't leave a note and I don't check for hazards. So yeah, nothing A. And but you would but you would tell your audience that oh I'm going to holiday, right? In your radio station. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Because um you just have to try out this test. Just um send Henry a message and probably um his his reply to you will be in uh a week or a a, a month from. So that, that explains how busy. Okay, I'm also like that. <laughs> I am not someone who is really looking at my screen all the time and I reply messages. So it's really if you WhatsApp me or Telegram me, right? It's it's more like an email, uh. <laughs> Wow, that's very yolo, huh? Yeah. How about like to Scott, Henry? How about do you, what do you think about Scott? 
<laughs> I I think he definitely won't write a note, so B is out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so right, man. C and A. I think A lah. Scott, is that we right? We are both not the most like like. Yeah, we are, we are more impromptu a person, so like we are usually always like that. Yeah, I think A for me. You're right, bro. Again. Sounds like y'all are the kind of like tomorrow. Let's go for a trip. Let's go. Like y'all don't need to like wondering every worry about things. Yes. Yeah? Steady, yeah. steady, steady. That's, that's good. That's best. good. <laughs> so your ideal holiday, right, would be in what type of accommodation? Aha, uh-huh, oh. there's one oh. club resort, ah, uh, or bed and breakfast, and also open air. Hmm. Okay, I think Henry. B for sure. Holiday. Holiday as in like leisure holiday, right? Like not not um not where we are out in the wild adventuring and all that, right? Top of your mind, top uh, of your mind. On top of the mind, uh. mm. Okay, I have my answer. <laughs> Scott was so, going for what, yeah? Scott was going for B. Oh uh, yeah. That's that's yeah, I went for B. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I like people uh. Yeah. How about your guess, uh, Henry? Your guess to Scott? Uh, a lot of people will probably guess C, camping and trekking. He's doing it but... now, right? At home. Oh yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's my base camp. But I think he is also a very club resorty person. So. Uh-huh, <laughs> something you don't know about like, him, Ella, Ella, Ella. Really? Yeah. You sure, Henry? He's staying in a camp right now at his home. Who will, who will go and set up a camp at home? <laughs> no, I feel like because that is his job, you know? Like, he, he has already become his way of life and, and, and something he earns a living from. So if he's going to go on a holiday, I think he will he will choose a club resort. Scott, is that right? Scott, Scott you, can't, can't, you can't lie in front of the audience, huh? Scott, is that I'll, right? I'll give Henry a benefit of doubt. Um, half right, <laughs> half right. I mean, half as right. Adventuring, like camping in in the wilderness. Sometimes I do like um some moment of uh, uh getaway in, in 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 a in a nice hotel, just away from technology, and just just crash at a pool for like hours and reading my book while sipping on uh coconut. You know, it, it, it's a very um it's a very nice and relaxing experience. Wow, so I take it as a right answer. Okay, that's good. All right. Half right Top right, uh huh. Okay, yeah. let's see our question five. What is your preferred choice for eating during your holiday? Hmm. Wow. Wow. This is okay. I have my answer. I have my answer. Okay, Henry is definitely A for sure. He likes uh, quality restaurants with huh? good quality food, organic, uh, gluten free, all those kind of stuff, and <laughs> high quality coffee as well. So I. <laughs> I you are right. I am. I love my coffee, but my answer was B. Oh, oh! Because like, even though I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate a good quality restaurant like on a day to day. But like, I if I'm on a holiday, right? I think a small like local eatery is always where you can have a very good peek at the local culture. Mm. Have mm. try their food. Try their meet with locals. Have conversations. So I think I will, I would almost always choose local cafes, local eateries. Yeah. Right. Nice okay. support local business, right? Scott would go for B as well. Actually, you're right. Like, the answer is B also. As much as I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I like to um, you know, a little bit of um, uh, wilderness 
essence in my in my travel but sometimes or rather most of the time i go for b because of course it's convenient and um you get to actually discover uh, uh all the local delicacies which are usually uh, mm -hmm. uh all pretty much available in, in, in today's um with, with today's uh, advanced technology you just have to mm. swipe your phone and then search for a few seconds and then all all of these um uh trip advisors top rated uh eateries will just pop up which is yeah. which is yeah, and like when you go to Vietnam, you wouldn't like, I mean, you probably would uh, if given a choice to go to a quality restaurant, but more often than not, you will really taste the local culture in like their street food and in, in, in local eatery. So like, I think that is the choice that we will go for. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, I like that you, you guys are supporting the local business as well. You know, like, I guess most of the country's people really love your, the guys are very welcome. You'll come and eat my food, man. <laughs> Hi, hi, hi. We have more people coming to the house. I want to take this chance right? say hi to our audience here. Huh? Hi, Li Ming. Hi, Haro. Hi, Huat. Hi, Lai Fong. Thanks for watching. Alright, so if you have any questions, huh? we actually have three more to go to ask these two handsome chaps over here. So if you have any questions, please, please, please feel free to ask wow. them. We got to you know, ask some sensitive questions for them. Oh, wow. There's uh, Chipo is asking this question. Where was the last place you guys returned from before cooking at home? Individually uh, or together? Individually, I think we have different answers. Okay, uh, maybe individually. Maybe, yeah, individually. Uh, the last place I came back from was Malacca. It was a very chill, no plan, just with friends, uh, travel, just to unwind uh, trip. La. But with Scott, it was our frozen expedition uh, to Mongolia Taiga region. It's really cold. It's the first time ever that I've experienced a uh, uh, climate that is Minus? Negative 30, negative 20 over on average. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, we actually have that later on like, in the slides, right, to show. So because like Scott's right, what love that to to, yeah. to just share to the audience as well. Yeah. Scott, how about you? Where do you where have you been like uh, before you know you you cook up so, at home? <laughs> before this, uh, I was actually in Nepal, um South Nepal. This place called Lumbini, where's the which is the birthplace of Buddha. So I was staying in a Korean monastery for about a week. So basically on a kind of meditation um, uh, trip. So it wasn't, it wasn't more like a trekking trip. I mean, I mean I've done that a few years back when I was in Nepal. So this, this was my second time in Nepal. So the whole intention was just you know, going on a digital detox and um, just to be more mindful and uh, spiritually. Yeah, mm. so it, was, it, was, it was a really good uh, trip before everything. Namaste. Uh, yeah, namaste. namaste. <laughs> Actually, it reminds me of uh, my 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 long going trip that I wanted to go so long, right? My Vipassana trip. I wanted to go, but I actually yeah. haven't had a chance. You actually reminded me to to really have a look and to plan to my calendar as well. Yeah. Mm. All right. So let's come back to our question six. Haha, we're coming coming closer right now to the end. Then we get to see the result. Day trip. You decide to go for a day trip. How do you organize it? All right. Oh. A, B, oh. or C. Stay close to the hotel, explore villages, wow. or contact an official guide, like contact PE, huh? Mm. <laughs> wow. I think oh, this is really I, I got two answers, say I like to wear how. <laughs> for me or for you? For me, for me, yeah. <laughs> if that's the thing is, I think you probably will go for A, that's for sure. Am I right? I no, thought you would no. say C. I thought you would say C because 
actually, I actually like, I actually like B and C, like uh, oh, because oh. I like the the impromptuness of like meeting new friends, having conversations, exploring places together. You know, so I like B, and you know certain things you can't just do on your uh, on your own. So like you engage someone who knows the place really well to to bring you around. So so I like B and C. So that's my answer, lor. Oh, wow. oh, right, 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 right. So there's something new, huh, to know each other for today, mm. uh, for these questions, huh? Bro, I think tonight you need to come to my house, man. Because uh, <laughs> I, I need more time to understand you much deeper. <laughs> yeah, correct. Okay, so uh, Henry, what, about, what do you think about Scott? What is answer? Scott is a definitely B person. I think he would definitely go take his backpack, meet new people, go on a go on an adventure trip. So I think B is is very him. Yep, that's right. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Scots, you are you know like you are studied by Henry a lot. <laughs> Today we know that right. <laughs> okay, question seven. What on holiday you prefer A, B, or C? Wow. wow. Oh. Scott, your trip uh, got actually have all you know. It's hard. Uh, this this question is actually quite hard. Uh. Yeah, I think different things have very different lessons and things to offer. So, <sighs> if I were to only choose one. Uh, yeah. Save you for okay, I think I have a I have an answer. Oh? For me? So who want to go first? For yeah. myself, for myself. Okay, for you. Uh, <laughs> judging by your namaste nurse, right? I think it's C. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I have two answers. Eh. So C is one of them. You're right. And what's the other one? A long. <laughs> yeah, like A and C. A, right? Yeah, yeah. Yay! So both are correct, huh? Yes, yep. yes. Very good, very good. Okay, question A, our last question. Before returning home from after your holiday, what is the last thing you would do? Uh-huh. Mm. Wow. This is not easy also, huh? Like oh. buy souvenirs usually. Most people would like to chong for souvenirs as well. Visit the local shop. Most people will do that also. Take last well, couple of last photos for Instagram. I guess um as a yes, 933 DJ will do that also, huh? <laughs> Okay. Okay, so I'm not going to disturb y'all. Come on. Shoot. Okay. I think Scott is a is a B. If you've been to his house, right? Yeah, you will definitely see that he is a B person. Wow. Wow. Something we don't know about Scott. Yeah, now we know. I mean, uh, as a matter of fact, that's actually correct. Yeah. I'm a B person now. And uh, yeah. to to justify what Henry has said, I'm just going to show you guys around my living room so all right yeah that's great, that's great. Well, we are expecting you some have to go love, in and huh? take a look at all the different decor yeah. stuff that he has yeah, yeah. some tiger <laughs> this really crafting that i hung up um on my wall wow. What's it's, that? it's just like a cloth from rajasthan india yeah it's really cheap like and then i got this thing over here uh, can you give me a second? oh pretty nice your room is pretty nice wow so this Whoa. painting on a on a sheep skin is actually from Papua. Yeah, it's really cheap as well. I bargain it until like uh, thirty dollar plus. Huh? Yeah. Oh, we very cool. We hardly see this in Singapore, huh? Wow. Yeah. Is that like fur or sheep skin? Sheep skin. Wow. When you're cold, you can use it. Uh, very nice. Yeah. Exactly. It's very exotic at your room. This. Oh, this show, huh? <laughs> I never seen a room like that anymore before. Oh yeah, then uh. You have like uh this this uh prayer wheels. Yeah, I forgot what this is called. Yeah. Pray, pray, prayer wheels. Praying prayer wheels. Oh 
Okay. Usually, I'll be so those big one, huh? Now you got a small one at house. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, guys, uh, for the audience over here, if you want to see more, please type see more. We want to see more, okay? Please type see more, okay? Yeah, Mel's so in the comments <laughs> is saying that your house is like a museum. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's really, I agree with that. Thank you, Mel, for bringing out. That's why uh, this is interesting. You should go for organize a tour at your house soon. Mm. Okay, okay, come back to this uh, A, B, and C huh, for each other. These are our last questions before we reveal the answer. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Henry, for Scott after he's showing around? Oh, you, you confirm it's B? You yeah, sure it's B? yeah, yeah, B, B, B. Yeah. B, I, yeah, I, I definitely say Scott is B. Yeah. Okay. Scott, I think you got your yeah. one in my house already, right? Until you all forgotten that uh, Henry actually answered. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep thinking about souvenir, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, thought you change, I thought you would change his answer. <laughs> okay, how about you, Scott? Um, I want to see now. Tan Li Ming. What do you say? We want to see more now. He wow. wants to see more, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold see? on. We want to find out the answer first. How about you think, Scott, about uh, Henry? What, A, B, or C? Mm, I think his answer will probably be C, considering the fact that um, he's going to meet a lot of uh, new friends during the trip. And yeah, the, yeah, C. Am I right? Is that, is that right, Henry? I think C is definitely correct. I love I, I love uh, taking oh, yeah. photos because uh, like I think that's a very good way to capture uh memories, like to make it physical, something tangible, like you know, things that you see and bring it home. And I like to share stories, like part of the reason why I'm a DJ. So I think photos can really help you tell story very well. So C. Wow, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Wow, like out of like eight questions, I think only one that is different. You guys are really <laughs> travel really? brothers. Wow, well, really know each other. This circuit breaker doesn't stop y'all from knowing each other's um up to bottom, huh? Yeah. Okay, so to while we are getting our questions, our our results out, huh? Scott, do you mind to share us more because of the audience request? Yeah, of course, man. Go ahead. What kind Come. of special things you have? Please share. Please share. Well, uh, I actually have a pair of reindeer antlers or horns in my room, which I Whoa. actually mounted it up on my wall. So, I mean, right now it's not convenient for me to go to my room because the collection will be distorted. And uh, I have, I also have uh, an hour's wing, one, one side of the wing, but it's in the office right now. So I took it to the office. And uh, the rest is for you to find out when you come to my house. Yep. Cool, cool. Just now, there's a young singer I mentioned about your Mongolia hat. Do you have that? Yeah, what is that actually? I don't what even know. What is the Mongolia hat? Yeah, <laughs> is, it you know the horns? is it the horns? Is that the horns? You've been to Mongolia twice, right? And I mean, I've been to Mongolia more than 20 times. And what is a Mongolian hat, man? Can you explain? You think, Yossi, please share us the photo if you have, no, so that we can verify with uh, Scott, huh? <laughs> All right, so we, we got our answer. Actually, you both uh, share what's... Wait, 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 before that, what special thing is in your toilet? Do you have any toilet? special thing in your toilet? Do you put, Man. like... Oh. Wow, things, man. <laughs> okay, sorry, Mel, uh, not convenient to go to the toilet now, uh, because uh, right now we are on the show later, no connection, uh, okay? You can uh, join him for the toilet uh, later after this, uh, huh? For visit, okay? No other purpose, visit. Everything <laughs> including connection. 
but um, well, probably we'll take this offline, okay, Mel's? <laughs> yeah, okay, we got you. All right, so we got your answer. I mean, got a, got a, our team got a result. So what type of travelers are you? You are just concerned traveler. Huh? So what is concerned? Concern? Concerned travelers. All right, let me let me go to the, the page. Huh? Concerned travelers is actually interesting. It's like you're actually someone that actually uh, care, you care about the environment, you care about the local, and uh, uh, when we talk okay. about like traveling, you first thing first, right? You will like to the local exchange uh, to meet the local people because you care about the culture and the local um, behaviors and uh, things right, like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, so you like to concern in that it. sense. I was, yeah. I, I was thinking like how huh, we are very worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct, correct, correct. What is important to you is meeting others for meaningful exchanges, and also you know that the planet is precious, and you like to look after it. And you have actually learned a lot from, uh, from that, uh, from others as well. Is that true? Is that true? Yeah, I think That's traveling, cool. traveling is a uh, very, very like I always see my, ourselves see travelers as sponges, you know, absorb everything that uh, the world has to offer to you, and hopefully we retain it, lah. <laughs> and I think traveling with a lot of different people, like traveling with Scott and uh, the people from Gobi Expedition, the Mongolia Taiga Expedition, like from every individual, right? They have something to offer, and they have something like they life lessons and their, their way of thinking yeah yeah the environment and caring for that they will always have some conversations uh, yeah nice is that so how do you think are you a constant traveler so it's like is that true for you well more or less um there so for me personally i believe that um i mean when we ask this kind of question in terms of what kind of traveler are we, right? We have to draw the line between whether someone is a, whether you are a tourist or are you a traveler? Because uh, being tourist is basically just, you know, most of us will know just hopping on a bus, going for sightseeing tours, and probably just being brought to a few stores and buying some souvenirs, and that's the end of the trip. Or maybe probably just just having some good food that, that, that the country has to offer. But being a traveler is totally different mm -hmm. from being a tourist. And uh, of course, when you are a traveler, then then you may end up being a constant traveler. Of course, if you are a tourist, then the chances mm -hmm. of being a constant traveler, uh, the likelihood is very low, lah. Yeah. And for me, I feel that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with like you know going going to different cities, uh, camping, hopping, just you know doing what everybody do in terms of being a tourist. Yeah. But I think like what I re recently shared on my IG is that um, that traveling, getting to see the world, right, is one of the best thing about being human. It's one of the best thing of the human experience, you know. So I think we should take that a, a level higher. And like, you know, just go and explore the world, see the world. Don't just look at things, like really see the, the things that people go through, see the world for what it has to offer and, and bring all those enduring lessons home. Lah. So I think we we can really just like take going overseas a level higher. Lah. <clears throat> wonderful, wonderful. I always believe that like, uh, because every time, right, there are people saying that, right, every time when you have problems or every, uh, challenges you face in your life, right, you go for travel, go for traveling go for some getaway when you come back right you actually will have a different perspective and the worry right become it's no longer a worry before uh, no longer a worry, worry anymore right right mm. right thank you for sharing this as well so audience in the house right if you would like to you know find out what kind of traveler are you actually different 
person have different uh, like a type of uh, perspective as well. Uh, huh? So the quiz and the results, right, you actually can get online, okay? You can, you can actually simply type into the chat, right? Look at the chat. We're actually sharing the link to you, all right? You can actually try it out for yourself and look at the result and get your friends, you know, like how we did for Henry and Scott over here, you know, to do it with you and also that you know that this, this guy is really a travel buddy with you or not. All right, so this is very important to do it now, okay? So after COVID-19, you can go travel together. Oh, cool. So come back to you, Scott and Henry. So where, what is the first destination, right, you would like to travel to after COVID-19 and why? Wow. Oh, there's so many places I want to go, but to choose one. Uh... Yeah, the first one, the first one. You only can... I think like the first everybody thing. at... Okay, I think we all have places that we want to go at different phases of our lives. So I think the next, like, I believe that in our stage now, like, where we don't have someone depending on us, we don't have a family yet, we don't have a wife or a daughter that that, that uh, are depending on us, so we can take more risk overseas. So I would choose more adventurous destinations. Lah. So I don't have one place, but, like, maybe adventurous tra uh, travels like Kazakhstan or, like, Papua New Guinea, uh, like... I don't know, like like more adventure, like off the beaten path, North Korea kind of um, destinations. Wow. That would be a kind of uh, travel that I want to go for after COVID. Wow, that's really impressive yeah. because, you know, when we, we, we think about this uh, first destination, people will always think of like Paris or Japan or Australia, all those big cities. It's very rare that, you know, like people would like yeah. say that, oh, I want to go North Korea. Especially after this uh, COVID-19, people were like very fearful about things. Yeah, so, wow, that's no, really I mean, good. Like, like we all can go for city travels, but we can do that anytime. Like like you know when when we retire, when we like when we don't have when we are old, like when we are like I think there's plenty of time for us to travel to Paris to all the different cities. But like as we are younger, like I think we we can afford taking more risks and going for more adventure travels, lah. So I think at this stage in my life, that's the kind of travels that I'm looking for, lah. Wonderful, wonderful. How about you, Scott? Well, like what Henry mentioned. This is a really challenging question because there's so many countries that that is in our uh, head that we want to tick off the bucket list. And for me myself, I'll definitely have to go back to Mongolia, Kazakhstan, and 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 Ladakh, which is part of India, for work purposes. But I like to keep things simple, especially during this period. So I'm just gonna go wherever the wind takes me. To. Yeah, this is such a Scott thing to say. Yeah. When, how can the wind keep you, you know? And you at home? Planning too much is not good because when you plan this and then this happens and then you have to come up with another plan again. So instead of worrying so much and planning so many things, just just go with the flow. Sometimes life is like this, man. Yeah, and mm -hmm. in the end, we were just end, end, ending up, uh, you know, getting worried for, for for unnecessary things. So why waste the, the energy and time, you know, thinking about where I want to go next? You know, just mm -hmm. go wherever... The wind takes you when the time is right. Yeah. Yeah, focus on the present, which is very, very important. Something that I actually like recently I, I I'm listening to the podcast from Michelle Obama that uh, she managed to like shut off you know, all the saying and naysayer, things like that, and just yeah. focus on the present. Because you never know actually there's some beauty in the presence as well, which is a lot of people are missing out as well. Okay, so and she's crazy, she has like a four thirty AM ritual. She wakes up at four thirty every day, like I don't think I can ever do that. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> That's actually yeah. very, very consistency. Very inspiring. Yeah, very inspiring. Okay, all right. So both of you are talking about Kazakhstan, I realized. So you guys are really a travel buddy. I love to go to the same destination. So how many times, right, you all been to... Have you all been to, like, Kazakhstan both together before? 
together not yet. Yeah. Not yet, right? I have not been personally. Like, I would love to go there. Yeah. Oh, I see. So both of you been to Mongolia, I guess, together, right? Yeah, twice. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Ladakh. Oh, nice. Like, we actually have some, some photos, right? To, this is something that I go and uh, stop y'all and uh, <laughs> realize this. Wow, y'all did a lot of things. Like, I, yeah. I see, you don't even do, like, just now what the question says, like the adrenaline rush kind, or adventure kind, local cuisine kind, sightseeing. I guess that one is like, you no, know, we have a bunch of people to do sightseeing together. So these are, these are actually quite interesting. Could you share more about where are those places and what are the experience like? Maybe start with our Scots first. Okay, so the top left photo, right? I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to talk about the top two photos. Henry, you talk about the, the bottom two. So the top okay, left sure. is actually <laughs> the boys. And this photo was taken last December in Mongolia, which uh, we actually fundraised for Singapore Cancer Society while trekking across, uh, trekking in Taiga region, northern Mongolia. And uh, there's a lot of in inspiring figures um, in this group. On the most left-hand side of the group, uh, the guy, the guy's name is actually called Lam. He's 62 years old, same as Elio. Yeah. Elio, main respect for him. Yeah, Elio is in the group as well. 62 years old, double cancer survivor. He's standing on my right. I'm, I'm the guy in black. Yeah, on, on uh, counting from uh, the left, the third left. Yeah, and then uh, we have another cancer survivor on the most right. The guy who's in orange, orangey red jacket. His name is called Ama. Yeah, he's 30 years old, and Henry's standing beside him on his left. Oh, amazing group, very inspiring. People from all walks of life, different age. And the photo on the right is actually, Henry is sitting on that left ATV. I'm on the right, you know, showing my guns. So this photo of <laughs> uh, racing uh, with our ATV in Ladakh, India, which happened last August summer. Yeah, so it was amazing. Amazing trip indeed. Wow, interesting. Wow. How about Henry, Henry, share yours as well. How's yeah, your experience cool. like? Like if you look at the two pictures on the left, right? Uh, the top one is the second, um, uh, the second expedition, the second charity expedition for cancer, and the bottom one was the first one. So the first one was really memorable because it was my first time to, to Mongolia, and I realized Mongolia is full of natural beauty. It's one of the most gifted, uh, country naturally. I feel, um, the the dunes, the desert, the. Uh, the people, like Mongolia is really incredible. Uh. So this picture is taken on one of the, on top of one of the sand dunes, if I'm not wrong, right? And then uh, we were trying to, uh, we were trying to pitch our, one of our uh, rest spots that night uh, on, on top of this uh, sand dunes and then we rested there. And I remember that day, uh, we had super a lot of sand flies, yeah. Oh my god! Everybody kena <laughs> the sand flies like crazy. Like I think I think the sandflies bites right like still with me like till now eh. for I two years you can see that months. yeah it's two years already yeah damn yeah, that was so that was Slovenia yeah look at the the bottom photos right top left and top bottom right so the left left uh top left photo is actually the minus minus thirty five to minus forty degrees oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the Bottom left is actually summertime in Mongolia, so it can go as hot as more than 40 degrees Celsius. So you can see the different contrast in terms of our climate. It's quite crazy. Yeah. And that's what, you know, drives us to continue doing something so crazy yet purposeful. Because uh, at the end of the day, yeah. it's, I mean, if it's, if, if it's so easy, everybody will be doing it, right? And we want to make it as challenging and impactful as possible so that we can uh, gain the uh, much more awareness uh, to fight for other costs. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of like parallel what uh, cancer survivors are going through, you know, like uh, their journey is definitely not easy, but it, it's going to be easier if people are walking with them, giving them that support. So this is uh, a parallel that we are trying to draw. Lah. And then on the bottom right picture, right, uh, was also from our first trip to Gobi, and that was our our last dinner there. It was a celebration of the end of our, our trek, and everybody were there. Uh, what were we eating? I forgot, but it was it's like Korean, Mo- Mongolian, Korean fair. Yeah, yeah. And how how many beer do you drink, man? Like ten or ten or fifteen bottles of beer. I can't remember. Many, I can't remember. Oh my god, oh Evan just pointed out something. Yeah, that that day in um bottom left on, the, the 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 bottom left picture right there. There was a my birthday i just remembered oh that's great my birthday two wow. years ago and they gave me a birthday celebration on the sand dune wow that's really right? memorable experience <laughs> right 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 i guess i guess i guess this is something that everybody should try once in their lifetime because based on what you're sharing i can feel i can like roughly can visualize how fun it is even despite the yeah yeah it makes me want to go man yeah. <laughs> yeah, Odin. yeah Sorry? Mongolia is amazing. Alright, audience in the house. Mongolia is amazing. Like, there's so much to offer in terms of nature, the people, the food. Yeah, like, really, Mongolia, if you have the chance, right, uh, you can engage Scotland to bring you there and, like, uh, like really experience the place. It's amazing. Great, great, great. So, audience in the house, you hear that? Our Henry actually highly recommended uh, to go to that place. I also personally want to go. I haven't been that place before. If you want to go, please type no. I want to go Mongolia. All right, so that we can quickly, right, you know, like pull out with you and then share with you more details about that. All right, right. Since we are talking about yeah. Mongolia, right, I, I actually want to go a bit more detailed, like, like because it's 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 it's, it's like a country, right? To me, uh, it's like hardly we see in uh, on the advertisement. And uh, I don't think that many people actually really understand their culture and their experiences. And I think most of the people that we have around us uh, hardly go there as well. That's why we hardly talk about that. But it seems mm. that these places just show some mysterious um, beauty and are uh, yet to be discovered. And it's so raw and exotic that yep. you know, make yep. people very curious about that. All right, so can we have the, the, the next slide that shows? Because this is actually specially uh, shared by Scott. Yeah, so maybe Scott, can you tell us a bit more why, what is like like what is motive the motivations right for you to you know go to these places and what is this culture differences from like from Earth right that inspired you or attract you? Right, so um, Mongolia you can you can also call Mongolia as the land of blue sky or the ocean of the green, especially during summertime. Um, the first time when I was in Mongolia, it was almost six to seven years ago, and I was just overwhelmed by the sense of autonomy that I felt when I was there. Especially, oh, okay, definitely when I was in the countryside, not in Ulaanbaatar, which is the capital. And it just feels so free, and I, it feels as if there's a, time is just obsolete when you're there. Like, no one, mm. no, you're not looking at your, at your watch because if you ask your guide, you know, what time will you reach this destination at the end of the day, your guide definitely will tell you in Mongolia we don't talk about time, you see, because mm. uh, it just isn't the way it is. We just, calculate uh, by distance. So they usually use uh, kilometers to, to gauge from one point to another point. They don't say, I'll get there in an hour or two, you see? So that's the beauty of Mongolia. Uh, meaning to say also, uh, I would advise travelers who are visiting Mongolia to have an open heart and open mind because 
Mongolia is full of surprises. Anything can happen anytime. Like literally, your car can just break down, or you can even experience snowstorm during summer period. Really, this is no joke. So going there with an open heart and open mind just makes things much more simple. Like let's don't complicate things. Um, because um, by traveling with that kind of um, uh, 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 thinking or um, uh, open heart, you are actually able to experience uh, the whatever the, the country has to offer lah. And the top left photo, as you can see, that's one of our clients. His name is called Austin. This was last March where which we organized a husky sledding expedition. So it was in March. It was really close to you. And uh, however, we this photo was taken in central Mongolia. You can call it like a middle Gobi. And uh, he was actually carrying a small little dumpling. I like to call them dumplings, the Mongolian babies, because they're really cute with great cheeks. And you can just see the, the little girl smiling uh, herself away, you know, like always constantly smiling, like, 24/7, even when she's when they are sleeping, the babies. I mean, yeah, super chubby, and they are so um, and nomads are so hospitable, you know. And on the on the on the photo on the right, right, beside the beside Austin carrying the baby, right, you can see another small child, probably six to seven years old, wearing a pink jacket, just riding on a horse in the plains on her own. Can you imagine? It's just crazy to to even see this, you know, when 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 we were there. It's amazing, and for us, right. Adults, when we are on the horse riding, sometimes we feel so afraid of falling off when we are on the horse. And can you imagine what's what's on the mind of these kids? I don't think they even know the meaning of fear when they are on the horse. Because I think we are still on tricycles at the age. Yeah, and all this is exactly, and all this I, is natural to them. It's 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 just like their bicycle, basically. Yeah, and uh, well, the rest of the photos are uh, showcase. Uh, the different uh, sites and culture and people and animals you will see in different parts of Mongolia. Yeah, like you can get to see reindeer nomads in the northern part of Mongolia. And even eagle hunters, the Kazakh eagle hunters in the west part of Mongolia is amazing. And um, bottom right-hand corner, we actually organized a few yoga expeditions a few years back. Uh, this ha happened actually during summer. Of course, other season will be way too cold to do yoga. And, you know, what's really amazing is the first time when I go to Mongolia, right, six to seven years ago, I went to the Gobi Desert, and most of the things that you guys are seeing here, right, I have no idea that they existed. It's only after, you know, going back to Mongolia several times, then I start to understand and realize that there's actually still so many fascinating things to, to witness in Mongolia, such as the reindeer herders, the eagle hunters. Mm. It's completely mind-blowing, yeah. So, like I mentioned earlier on, having been to Mongolia, I mean, I stopped counting when I when I when I've been to Mongolia more than twenty times because there's <laughs> just no point counting anymore. Uh, I still haven't. I mean, the country is so big. There's still some places that I haven't discovered, and there's still so many more places to discover in Mongolia. And I highly urge you guys to to explore this country before it becomes too commercialized because we really don't know what's gonna happen in the next yeah. three to five years, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh. Just longer than much <laughs> The rest is for you to come over and experience yeah. yourself. And to me, I think Mongolia is a breath of fresh air, you know, like uh, not so much just because it's really naturally gifted, the air there is really fresh, but it's more so because we are city dwellers and we are always living such a like um, fast-paced, stressful yeah. life. Like Mongolia is really a breath of fresh air where you can just go there and just 
just disconnect from the digital world, disconnect from from the fast-paced life that we have as urbanites. La. So I think that for me is a big draw of Mongolia. And the land itself is really vast. Like what um, Scott says, different parts of Mongolia right, really have different things to offer and different experiences for you to experience and see uh, and, and go and do, you know. And, and these are experiences that you don't normally see in most other countries. Wow. So I think... I think Mongolia is very interesting in that sense and very culturally given, uh, uh, culturally rich as well because uh, the people there, like what Scott said, is very hospitable. Like during the the uh, Gobi trip, right, I remember one incident really, really like clearly in my head. Like it was starting to rain. Our our van got stuck in the mud. Like not only did they uh, allow us to stay in their girls, which is a really small space, is essentially their home. Like and there are ten over uh like packs from our from our group. So we just went in and they allow us to stay in and they walk in the rain. You know that's how hospitable they are, and they go to the extent of helping you, um like like rescue your vehicle even. So to me, I feel that uh it's very humbling when I go to Mongolia. Like. Like these people, they are not the most, um, they, they don't have much. They are not the most developed nation, but yet they are so full, full of soul, full of character, full, full of um, hospitality, full of life. So I think going to Mongolia is a very humbling experience for me to, you know, just reflect and, and, and be happy with what I have and be thankful with what um, I have in life so far. So I think Mongolia has that spiritual um what do you call that takeaway as well when you go to mongolia and the way they respect the land and respect environment is also something that i think we all should learn from as well yeah. wow 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 great wonderful wonderful while you are sharing right, i really can see the picture about it i just saw melvin share right? everybody is like i believe our audience here if you are like 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 me right, in the dream of uh, going into mongolia already right in this cb right, please type yes no like i'm in the dreamland right now okay all right so <laughs> i think what henry have said is uh have shared right is really like like it really actually wake up my mind as well that uh because recently i just read that article it's very ironical that right the people like we have right in the city we thought that we are like the first class citizens and yet you know like we, we they donate they donate money but yet they treat people that is like uh you know like the lower class people like you know like disrespect despite how many how much money they have donated right but they still treated uh, a person like that right i don't think that deserve a respect as well and and actually what you shared right have uh, inspired me also because mm. this is something that i feel that um we do need a lot of like materials or resources, things like that. Just be, be present and be grateful for what we have as long as we have shelter over the head and be kind people. That's very, very important for all walks of uh, people from all walks of life. That is the one that we deserve mm. for more respect as well. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this and actually remind us to be grateful and, uh, you know, to cherish what we have, especially this beautiful environment. Yeah, yeah that we have. Cool. And I, I realized that, right? Yeah, uh, and Mongolians are also like, I've never met with any Mongolians that really never smile like they are really generally very positive people so like that is something that i really love is yeah, it yeah yeah they are big cheekbones that's why you yeah. feel like <laughs> smiling yeah they're rosy cheeks yeah i was about to ask is that the reason they have rosy cheeks then we don't need to you know feel the blushes and uh, red blushes uh. <laughs> yeah because it's just be kind people right yeah Okay, so I also realized that um, beyond expedition, our uh, sports for you is that not just going to Mongolia, um, you also bring people right to Ladakh, India, and uh, Kazakhstan, which yep. is uh, what you have been sharing as well. So, is that what 
and also Henry in the photo. Uh, is that the middle one? Is Henry, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun, uh, doing this thing. Uh. Okay, so maybe we can start with uh, Scott. What's the reason you choose this location? Very exotic. Mm. Okay, so um, there's definitely some personal reasons why I selected these three countries. I mean, for Ladakh, it will be region of India. So Mongolia, as I explained earlier on, is that I was overwhelmed and personally um, triggered in a good way of uh, the sense of autonomy that I felt when I was there. And uh, for Ladakh, right, I actually went there uh, for, I think, four times already. And every time when I visited this place, it always gives me the same uh, feeling of goodness and the people are just so um, humble and, 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 and really caring for, for the tourists. So having visited India for, I think, more than 10 times as, as well, um, I have been to different states and I know, uh, sad to say, those most Indians that has helped me to solve certain... All right, hi, Scott. Hello. Okay, well, Scott is like... Oh, it's frozen. Frozen! That's like indicative of the frozen expedition. Can you I think guys? the yeah, internet but, is inspired by Scott's um, all like back. inspiration or so. Hey, you're back! Come, come back! Come back, come back, come back to our Facebook Live. Uh, don't go to Ladakh first. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so I was saying uh, for, for Ladakh, right, it was because of um, the people and the energy over there, which is um, very, very positive. And uh, the people who helped me has never wanted anything in return at the end of the day. They really helped me because they truly care for me in a genuine uh, manner. That's why I was attracted uh, by the people of this region. And that's also the reason why I wanted to bring more uh, people over to this region to experience the, the goodness of what the country has to offer. And last but not least will be Kazakhstan. Uh, this country is really incredible as well on its own because can you imagine Kazakhstan is about 1.5 to two times bigger than the size of Mongolia. And there are more than 130 uh, uh, nationalities or ethnicity uh, living in this country uh, after the, uh, the post post Soviet Union. So when you are there, if you are you are mm -hmm. foodie, you definitely get to enjoy uh, delicacy from like this 130 more than 130 nationalities. Yeah, it's an amazing place. And the landscape is almost similar like Mongolia. It's vast. It's it's just extreme in terms of climate as well. So you experience four seasons. There's so many things to discover. And pretty much same like Mongolia. You can just drive anywhere you want, okay, except some protected uh, uh, regions. And then you just select your favorite spot and pitch your tent and just sleep there for God knows how many, how many months or years and no one will just, you know, bother you. So this also mm. uh, tells, tells us that, you know, it also uh, encompasses the, the same uh, sense of autonomy when you are there. Yeah. Right, right, right. Thank you for sharing that. It's like, wow, well, very peaceful. And I, I think this experience, right, usually we saw in a movie that we, but we hardly experienced that. I really think that we should go to those places to experience it. It's very yeah. hard to describe. I understand that, right? So Henry, how about you yourself? Like you've been to those places. What is the most memorable experience to you? From, I think uh, we shared a lot about Mongolia already. So I probably share about my Dark. That was my first time um, in a in a city that is average about three thousand over uh, kilometers above sea level, right? If I never no. remember wrongly, 
highest was 3,000 meters. <laughs> something no, that's the, the city area is about 3,000 plus. And then the yeah. highest uh, motorizable road was about 5,000 uh, meters above uh, sea level. So like that, the altitude itself, right, is quite a challenge for some of us. Yeah, because the, the higher you go, the less oxygen, and then you will, you will be at risk of um, altitude sickness. And I think uh, one memorable moment was when we were halfway through to the highest motorizable road, and then we were at this, um, this I forgot whether it was, those were huts, right? Uh, well, like, it's not like, tented camps. Yeah, tented camps. La. So we were at this like campsite uh, trying to rest for the day, and then I just started feeling uh, discomfort. And then I had to depend on the uh, oxygen tank for a while. So that was uh, quite a moment for me. I have never really tried like pure oxygen. I have to say that pure oxygen is really very good. It's really very, very, like, I don't know how to describe that feeling. Like it's really pretty addictive. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And then we went to a lot of like, uh, uh, naturally gifted places with a lot of views. Like we went up to the 5,000 point uh, overlooking, um, I forgot what lake that is called. Yeah, but uh, there's, a, there's a lake there that's pretty wide where they filmed the tree. It's Pangong Lake. Yes. Actually, it's it, lake. What's the movie called? Read it. Read it. Ah, Pangong Lake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's wow. really nice. Wow. 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 That's very, very interesting because we, we kind of like, most of the travelers, right, would not like really want to challenge themselves to go above like from a sea level so much huh? and i personally have experienced altitude mountain sickness yeah. before this it's really no joke right yeah it's, i got massive headache and things like that so have to be cautious of that as well right but i believe that scott uh, you will actually um give mm. your your traveler some advice and uh, get them to have some precautions to measure for that right that's for sure man yeah correct. definitely it might it, it works if it, it worth the journey as well because i think both the like like five thousand meter the beautiful the scenery is definitely very very beautiful because it's like untouched right by the human correct i mean if you talk about everest base scan then that's a different different question oh, yeah, right? <laughs> but it's close now so <laughs> yeah yeah not yeah so i try a bit now so basically i'm quite curious about what's your perspective right about this new normal people have been talking right in this travel industry after covid 19. Do you think there, there will be a mad rush of uh, travelers like hmm. going for traveling? Because like based on what uh, Henry had mentioned, right? Like, yeah. you know, the scenery will become like a reset, become be more beautiful because like there's lack of uh, uh, lesser, you know, CO2 emissions and um, less uh, pollution. Do you see a mad rush on that? Scott's maybe well, a chef for <laughs> Yeah, so I think the answer to this question, right, comes in different there are many answers to this question and and uh, it really depends on when this pandemic will be over because we don't know we really don't know when is this gonna drag on to and what i'm trying to say is if this prolongs right it also means the amount of time people spend at home uh is much longer than usual and the amount of time the amount of uh, uh opportunities people get to actually travel out of the country uh, will be very little as well. So it kind of creates a kind of habit uh, in, in, in people because they don't see the need or rather they are forced to adapt to this new way of life, which is to stay stay at home more often than before. And because businesses are also um, either either uh, stopping or you know reducing traffic flow, this also means there's 
lesser, we will see the trend of going down in terms of people traveling overseas for, for, for work. And uh, I would say this is definitely going to impact and change the way we travel. There's definitely going to be um, a group of people which, you know, they are so eager to, 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 to travel out of the country to see, to get back into nature again. There's also going to be other groups of people whereby they just sort of got, get used to staying at home and maybe even indulging in the VR travel experience as much as, um, you know, it can never level to uh, the, the, the real way of travel, which is being on the ground. But I, I don't know, man, with the advancement in technology, I, I, I can't say much if I, if, uh, I can't judge the effectiveness of, uh, and capabilities of VR, you see. So I would say um, for me, myself, I find that traveling is, it's not just getting to a destination, it's, it's about, uh, it's a way of life, you see. And it doesn't mean that, which, which I'm trying to say is you don't have to really take a plane to a destination and then you term it as traveling. It comes in different form in terms of the values, the mindset, mm -hmm. and the, the, the things you talk about, the way you think. So it's really not just a plane ticket and then hopping onto the plane. Yeah. Right, right. So Henry, what do you think about this? I think for me, Traveling, um, like I shared just now, like traveling, seeing the world, going overseas, right? This is one of humans' best um, experience. So I don't, I think in terms of people wanting to get out there, wanting to explore the world, right? It will never change. Like, people will still want to travel. But I think in the short term, right, um, we'll see a decline in, in demand uh, because um, people are not confident, not sure whether COVID is entirely eradicated, especially for the fact that a vaccine hasn't been found. So I think people will be a little less um, uh, travel crazy in the, in the short term, in the next uh, two to five years maybe, depending on when the vaccine will be found. So I think in the short term, definitely a lot of people will be traveling less. And even if we travel, right, the, the way we travel and the, the destinations that we look out for may, may differ a lot as well. Like, like there are a lot already reports of people saying that um, in the future when we are allowed to fly, there will be social distancing um, on the plane. Uh, we might be mandated to wear masks. We may not be able to go to certain destinations. So traveling will definitely be impacted. But I think in the longer term, like 10, 20 years later, like it will, it will eventually get back to where we've seen travel uh, before to the 2019 levels. La. So I think eventually we'll get back there. But in the short term, it will definitely be impacted. Right, right. Agree, agree. I agree with what um, just now, like what uh, Henry and Scott, you all, you all mentioned also. There's actually a rising concern that people uh, might, you know, like just indulge in esports or even VR or even like, hey, why, why do travel? We can always like, you know, stay at home, you know, don't see a need for that. Yet there's actually another side of people, you know, like they, they actually, when we see travel is a different thing and I would love to experience it yeah. because by based on what you share, right? Like it's, it's totally different thing. It's like the culture, the environment, you know, the humility, the, the, the values, you know, are totally different. That I believe that in long terms wise, right? People will still go back to travel because human like us, you know, like we always like have like, we like to you know go to new places like the nomad right people i mean like, we all start from like our sister time is a like, nomad right so i don't think that will stop us now yeah great great I, great i, I, I want to make one yeah, point i think but... traveling will still be a global hobby it will never it will never go down to a point where traveling is is totally eradicated so i think eventually in the long term it will come back mm. right scott you were saying yeah i was saying uh i just want to make one yeah. point uh to, to what we are discussing over here because I think it links back to the topic of our of our you know conversation of, of this of today's session, which is 
the purpose of travel. Uh. So I think for, for this question that you posed, right, Evelyn, I, I, I think it's very important for each of us to ask ourselves, what is the purpose of, of, of us traveling? Uh, you know? Because for some people, like I mentioned earlier, it can be just hopping on a bus, going for a sightseeing tour. And all this group of consumers, right, you know, who knows, they, they, they can be converted into another group of consumers who end, who, who end up you know, staying at home and enjoying VR experiences because VR probably will be able, able to um, uh, meet their demands of sightseeing tours, you see. So we really won't know unless, um, you know, we start to ask questions like, what is the purpose of traveling after this pandemic? Right, yeah, correct. Yeah, different people traveling i think sadly in the short term will be a rise la, because of the lack of uh, uh i mean airlines are, are, are dropping like flies recently and uh there are a lot of places like airbnb impacted the uh the the hospitality okay. industry is impacted so i think in the short term in terms of traveling costs it will be it will be impacted definitely as well right 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 so Let's um, also embrace yeah. that also because sometimes uh, things are not within our control. Yeah. No? We, but I believe that like, as human, we will definitely will overcome this with a positive mindset. <clears throat> right? Mm. Yeah. So one more intro that's why um, when tap into what Scott has mentioned, what's the purpose of traveling? Also depends on what's the purpose, purpose of the person's travel as well. Which you want to, I want to show about the, the, mm. the travel with costs, which is something that uh, beyond expedition, Scott, Henry, yourself actually have shown and uh, did for, for the charity work as well. So I think yeah. one thing that you actually did well, right, is that you actually you know like bring people, right, who want to travel with purpose of doing a great cause together, bring them together. Mm -hmm. So we have this like uh, you actually did for like the um thousand km uh, walk with the uh, Gobi Desert at Gobi Desert for raise to raise fund for cancer society. I think that's yeah. very very good cause, and actually I I can see that actually there's a lot of people doing that. In recent in a recent year, there's a lot of people like go 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 be desert or walk to raise some causes to inspire people, and that's very courageous. So maybe Scott, can you share more about like you know, what get you started with this? Because go be desert is very it's an extreme environment, and you are yet you are bringing so many people go there. How do you manage all this risk, and how do you like inspire people to go there as well? Well, I think this whole uh, concept of bringing people on board to walk this uh, journey uh, with me. Uh, to, 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 to withstand the, the brutal Gobi heat, of course, which, is, which can be more than 40 degrees Celsius in, 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 in temperature, uh, came about when I actually completed my personal 800 kilometers trek back in 2017 in Gobi Desert as well to raise funds for, uh, for SDS Singapore Cancer Society. So one day I was, after the trip, I just came back feeling more pumped and inspired. And I was thinking on how can I actually create more awareness uh, for the cause of cancer and raise more funds because by doing it alone, right, I can only do this much because I only know this group of people and how much, how far can I go, you see, if I'm all alone? I mean, there's a saying, uh, they always say, um, 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 uh, if you are alone, you can go fast, but you can't go far, you see? That's why I thought, okay, let me get, let me form a holistic team, get a couple of cancer survivors, which will be inspiring figures, and also uh, open this, team to cancer caregivers as well as the public who is passionate about this cause. So I formed a team of 19 of us, including myself, and then we, we went back to Gobi Desert and was a, it, it, we were really blessed that, blessed that we were, we, we, we actually raised a, a more than 72,000 Singapore dollars for SDS and that 
after the completion of this trade, right, or this campaign, uh, that got me more pumped to, to set out on our second uh, journey, which is back to Mongolia uh, to experience minus 40 degrees houses with cancer survivors and caregivers to continue raising uh, much needed funds for them. Yeah, so it was really a hell of experience. It was really inspiring and motivating. And this was something that I never thought I would organize, but eventually somehow I did it and it was satisfying. Uh, I, I don't think it will be forgettable. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, I think I think yeah, Henry, uh, yeah, yeah, Henry um, embarked this uh, with us. And he actually, uh, when I pitched this idea to him uh, that I'm going to do this for the first time, getting cancer survivors on board, I didn't know he would be down for it. And and, 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 and I'm really amazed and, and, and fortunate. Lah. Yeah, so thanks, bro. <laughs> Henry, no how about, share your thoughts about your experience. Like, why? What's the reason that make you be part of it? Aside that, no, Scott's your... No travel buddy, your brother, huh? <laughs> yeah. Firstly, I think I think um this trip is pretty inspiring because of all the people who went. They all uh feel passionate for the cancer cause, or they they uh are very passionate individuals for travel and for the different things that they believe in. Uh. So like through uh being able to mix around with these people, right? I think I learned a lot. And firstly, this trip, right? We are. We all love to travel, so I think it satisfies that part of us. And if we are going to spend that amount of money to travel as uh, anyway, why not use this amount of money to you know create awareness for cancer and and raise funds and actually do some very tangible good for cancer survivors uh, and cancer warriors, people who are who are still fighting the uh, fighting cancer. So I think that's one. Like it, the trip itself will inspire. Uh, more people to be aware of the cancer cause and more people to 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 understand what cancer survivors and patients are going through and also to to inspire cancer survivors themselves um to when i think someone contract with cancer right i think they they will feel like oh my god is it is this the end for me they will lose hope they will lose um the belief of being able to have a fulfilling life to be able to live life to the fullest you know so when they see people like elil where like the other cancer survivors walk through gobi desert um walk through the taiga frozen region i think it will also inspire all the the cancer patients to believe in the fact that hey despite having cancer i i can still unshackle myself from the disease and live a full life so i think that itself is a very strong message that that i connected with and i think that i want to i want to help scott do that so so this is why i fell in love with the idea and and, and really hopped on board straight away lah. wonderful wonderful it's, it's very very inspiring i i, I once uh, chance upon like some cancer patients they're really in the state of um, miserably and also suffering and a lot of negativity they really really need like positive people like like you're what you're doing right to inspire them to tell them mm. not to it's a really it's really really the mental uh obstacles that they have to go over, go overcome that as well and what you're doing right i think you actually inspire like young people like us that you know we have the energy the passion right now at the stage of what we can do more to the society why not put it at a good cause and i like i like, like go through this um challenging uh, environment as well to yeah, and I also got some friends who asked me the questions of like, how, why don't you just donate the expedition costs to charity directly? Why do you want to go through this? Put yourself through such harsh expeditions, and and like, why, why, why don't you just donate the amount of money? I feel that, firstly, we all love to travel, so we we are going to spend this money to travel anyway. And secondly, all our like our three k to five k combined road um 
snowboard to a bigger figure of 72k and i think the intangible benefit of spreading the awareness of the cancer cause right is also something that we cannot measure so this is this is why i think a, a charity expedition like that right is is really powerful la. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So yeah. for the audience over here, you know, if you really you know like inspired by what they have shared and really like to you know explore this charity expeditions, you know, like in your life to add values to the society, you know, please type you no know, charity expedition so that we know that you know like you are also in this uh, great cause. I'd like to support on this great cause, you know, yeah, for this as well. So Scott, what's uh you have any upcoming uh, charity expedition soon? Yeah, it's actually supposed to happen uh this coming August in Kazakhstan which we will be raising funds for Singapore Cancer Society mm -hmm. again. But then the, we have to postpone it, unfortunately. And okay. this time now, we are looking uh, for the next charity expedition to happen somewhere during February 2021. So it's going to be uh, back in Mongolia again. And this time around, we'll be walking and camping and doing whatever stuff on a frozen lake, Mongolia's largest lake, uh, at the extreme temperature of minus 40 degrees Celsius or even colder than that. So very much looking forward to it. And uh, of course, Henry is coming together as well with us. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of um, um, challenges to, to, to surmount together because we will be on this ice, this frozen lake for mm. approximately eight to nine days, walking on it, cooking our food on, on, on this ice, sleeping on it. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. And this is the exact lake which I kayaked uh, last summer. So it's going to be something uh, that's very memorable to me. And I'm truly looking forward to it, to be back to this lake again. Wow, based on I see the I see the photo, I'm really like very impressed by it. I don't, I'm not sure like how are we going to walk on it. Probably going to dance on it as well. Yeah, I, I really... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love to explore this. I've never been to like walk on the frozen Join lake. Join us. Yeah, 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 definitely. Hey, hey, audience, we must get the audience to join us as well, all right? For the audience, uh, if you want to join us, right, you know, like join me, join Scott, join Henry. Okay, I will see, you know, I'm, <laughs> okay, for this meaningful trip, by right, to give, inspired, and make a difference to people's life, please type charity expedition, all right? So we will follow up with you and uh, share you more information. This is really amazing. I'm very, very looking forward. Yeah, Scott, I will definitely will check out with you about this as well. Check out or join? Don't think about it. Already. All right, right. I have my audience here to witness. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we will keep in touch after this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chipun Chum join us uh, also. Uh. All right. So next time uh, we actually have like uh oh actually Lydia have some requests over here. I saw that. Um uh. right. Did you guys reach the Oh yes, uh, did you so Lydia is a very good friend of mine. So she actually uh, we did the promo video. Yeah, I'm not sure whether you've all seen that. <laughs> she was sharing, right? Got two hunks, so how can you all like show your text? Yeah. So for the audience, uh, two packs. Will you want to show? Will you want to show? <laughs> What's two packs? You mean chess? Uh, oh. Only Scott has it. Eh. Mine is a United flat United Nation. <laughs> After you, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So maybe we, we must make it tougher, you know, right? Uh, because um, too easy for that. It's not fun, you know? <laughs> right. So please uh, give us 50 likes. Uh, then I'll share this post 50 times. Then we get them to show. Uh. Okay. So. Maybe I can take this chance, right? I would like to also shout out for Beyond Expedition because uh, for the audience sake over here, because we have been sharing for so many amazing trips from Beyond Expedition. Maybe I do a, a quick uh, shout out for Beyond Expedition. So Beyond Expedition, right, is actually a boutique travel agency that started by Scott over here. And also as a PSG, I create all the, and tell me all the expeditions, right, to this beautiful and exotic 
destination in Mongolia, Ladakh, and Kazakhstan, also, as, as you, you can see. So they work very closely to the locals, right? So to give you the full experience, right, of the wild beauty that you just you just saw, okay, and the culture and the people. And then right, I love this quote, Scott's, don't just travel, go beyond. Wow, those are very powerful words, huh? All right, so audience in the house, uh, if you'd like to travel with Beyond Expedition, good news mm. to you, huh? because of uh, Scott's generosity, right, he actually gave her $500 off, a pair of tickets of $500 off voucher for their, his uh, upcoming trips right, for reindeer uh, expeditions. Also, based on uh, after, let's see how COVID-19 go and open up, right? And also to win this, you will need to like, tag, share, and tag three friends and comment, I want to travel in this uh, Facebook chatbot so that I know we, our staff can follow up with you. Okay, so Scott, do I miss out anything that you um, want to share? You miss out an S la, on Beyond Expeditions. <laughs> Expedition. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So sorry, so sorry. Yeah, typo, typo. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, I will make it out for you with the S. <laughs> yeah, with the Beyond Expeditions. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. my apologies. Anything else other than that? Anything else that you want to share to the audience over here? Well, I'll uh, share everybody, you know. Um, Especially during uh, this challenging period, let's 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 be more positive. Uh, and oh, what was that? What happened? No, just enlightenment bout came out. Oh, okay. <laughs> to so sound effect for you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's 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 look on the bright side uh, of of whatever that's happening uh, during this period, especially, and uh, don't get trapped in the vortex of negativity. And whenever we are feeling down, always. Always know that you know things, 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 things are gonna get better sooner or later. So instead of worrying about you know uh, things are getting worse, just just wipe that off, uh, off your head, and because it's just consuming too much of your energy, and there's no point to keep dwelling on, on all this negative stuff, man. There's so much more opportunities and and possibilities and ideas for us to manifest. You know why why waste time and and keep getting bounce keep bouncing back to this uh pool of negativity you know time is very precious so yeah let's let's appreciate um whatever time we have now and uh always try try your best of course i know it's gonna be difficult but try your best to live in the moment and be present yeah that's right what I have to thank share. you thank you scott thank you scott henry how about you you know, anything you want to share to the audience and some of your fans over here I think, um, yeah, like what Scott said, let's not fall into that spiral and, and let yourself go all gloomy and dark and emo because of this entire COVID situation. Just look at the bright side. Like I always uh, like to tell my friends that we don't know, I don't know how and when we will come out from the COVID situation, but we will come out from the COVID situation. So meanwhile, just like take the time to self-improve and uh, even if you want to just take the time and do nothing like go ahead and do it we are in the middle of a pandemic you know like this is not a competition suddenly where where i have to become a chef overnight i have to like uh, become a home gym expert overnight like it's not a competition like if you want to just chill and just have that time to yourself in this pandemic right like yeah just do that and and stay positive yeah i totally agree with that bro yeah, doesn't mean everyone yeah. is cooking means we have to cook as well, right? And put it on social media for other people. Yeah. We need to be totally accepted uh, by, 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 by others, you see. We do whatever that makes us happy. Yeah. And we have to stay yeah. true. To That's the most important thing. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I know we all are social creatures. So there are some people who, who really suffers from isolation. And if you need help, please really 
seek help, talk to a friend, and and like really don't put yourself in that situation where you will just spiral down into a dark space, lah. <clears throat> Right, right. Very, very wise words uh, to to hear from both of you. And uh, actually, I think I think this is actually one of the great uh chance for us, right, to really enjoy and be, you know, be who we are and uh, doing what we want to do, right? Because this is like a once in a decade kind of a experience. Then we don't want to like experience this thing in a negative space, right? Because it sucks up a lot of energy. And I like what Scott and Henry mentioned. I think it's very important to really surround ourselves with positive people. Right, and a positive environment. It's, it feels to me right now, right, that, you know, like, with uh, what Scott has shared and what you're sharing, going this trip, I mean, like, going trips with Beyond Expedition is like, it's a, like a charge out with positive energy because based on what they say, right, they, they definitely, definitely will attract like, a lot of positive people as well. Right, so thank you very much uh, for, for your sharing. And also, I want to take this chance like, to quickly share with our audience over here. And thank, uh, I want to share, like, some of the friends are still watching, like Tarini. Thank you for joining us. And Abira, uh, Chipboats, thanks for staying through as well. Yeah, if you have any questions, right, please, please ask us, you know, like, please drop out there, drop down there, chat box. And also because uh, it's uh, COVID-19, we also will share our care package to our members as well. All right, so during this COVID-19, um, we actually came up with some package and we are very blessed, right, to have no Scots actually, right, for this ex uh, for this episode, right, give us like some uh, discount voucher for us to share with the audience and our members. All right, mm. so other than that, right, you also, once you all sign up, it's a small to small fee, well, you got to have like a redeem your care package which uh, with a virtual card, lifetime access with all the videos, cheat sheet uh, from sports nights and tips, right, and also get you going, you know, like to plan for your next trip. We even have the 51 travel hacks cheat sheet that done by our team, like, especially given uh, values to you. And also, thank you to our sponsor, Trista Crowd, for giving us ice cream. You guys can also redeem some ice cream with a special rate for this uh, to cure off the cabin fever. Yeah, and also we have support group as well. So for those who actually love to join us for the Beyond Expedition trip, right, please let us know. We will definitely follow up with you as well. Cool. And actually, $1,000 right, savings, to... guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Actually, I wanted to ask you all these questions um, because you all have been sharing about like kindness, positivity, and things like that. Um, but let me see whether I have other questions first. If not, I'm going to ask my final questions. They are very, very curious. Okay, all right. So uh, while we're waiting for that, right, I actually want to ask this. You see, uh, in this uh, COVID-19, right, there are some people uh, take it differently, right? So some people, uh, like government actually come up with a lot of initiative you know, to give people like package grants and, and even masks. Yeah, but they're, they're just people, right? They are, you know, like, like complaining, like not enough, you know, like why, why like, like saying that they are not being under the privilege to, you know, get all those grants and things like that. Yeah. Right, so based on what you have shared, yeah. right? Whereas we also see another trend, uh, there's a spike in donation. People are giving, giving up rice packet, rice package for the needy family and people are, mm. you know, donating funds and money. So, I just want to hear from both of your perspective, right? The society, this society actually need a lot more kindness. What do you, what's your take for this? Can you go first? I think by and large, like I don't want to live in this false sense of bubble where, where, where everything is perfect, but I think if you compare Singapore in this pandemic versus the rest of the world, I think we have a lot to be thankful for. So um, in terms of kindness, I think that by and large, the Singaporeans are pretty kind. Like, I, I mean, if, if, if like, like I, I would call this a shit hits the fan situation, you know, where people, where, where things are really quite bad. So, and you see people coming out 
uh, with movements, uh, sewing masks for their neighbors, like tying sanitizers to, to lift handles, uh, 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 helping elderly who lives alone, sending food to them. I think there are a lot of people and a lot of kind-hearted people who are doing all these kind of things. So, and I, I, I choose to believe that they are the majority of the Singaporean community. It's just that the, the tiny minority who are complaining are louder, you know? So... I, I choose to believe that the, by and large society is still quite kind la. and, mm -hmm. and I, I hope that we all continue to do that for as long as our society is going through this pandemic yeah. Right, thank you, thank you for sharing How about you Scott, what do you think about this? That's a very nice sharing Henry So I I would like to take this opportunity to also thank all this um, generous and caring group of people in Singapore who actually um, sacrifice or rather, put, put in their time and effort to go around houses and distributing food, you know, to, to, to help those less fortunate. And I think, you know, um, being a keyboard warrior online is so easy because it just takes a few seconds or a few minutes to actually type out all these hate messages. But I, I just want to say it's really admiring to, to see people on the ground out there distributing food because they don't just talk, you see. They really put the talks into, talks into action. And they... They, they, they make it happen, happen and they, yes. they, they don't complain. So I think this is a really uh, admirable and respect, respected um, uh, 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 things to, respected things to, uh, to, to witness lah, that is happening uh, in, in Singapore, of course, uh, globally as well. And I mean, not to put this um, yeah. negative keyboard warriors to shame, I would just, I just, I just feel that, you know, if you are not um, contributing any, Good things to the society. Just, just, just don't do anything, you know, because it's just gonna generate uh, un, uh, unnecessary hatred and more negativity, right? So rather than typing out. But all that these... being said, I think we should also understand um, people who are who 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 seem to be complaining. I think we should also not just label them and say that all oh, these people are, are are just keyboard warriors. They are they are. Uh, they are one kind and we, we shouldn't validate them. I think some of them, right, they have really very real concerns and they, they really come into hardship or they really uh, are struggling with the situation and all they are trying to do is to find a way to care for their families or find a way to be able to survive this pandemic. So I think we have to also be careful to not just throw them into that basket and say that all oh, these people should just shut up and, and not say anything, you know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, back yeah. back to my point, uh, which, which I was sharing, right? I'll, I'll, my suggestion is, you know, instead of um, voicing out whether things are, are are being unfair or unjust, of course, not not referring to the group that Henry has shared. Um, why not, you know, be out there on the ground and help those who are already, you know, advocating for all these rights and actually doing uh, mm -hmm. the right. You know, instead of com uh, complaining, saying that you know things are, are are not sufficient and stuff like that, like people like government should do more job. Uh, do do more work to, to get things moving. You know, if sometimes it just comes down to having too too many expectations. Or I feel if someone is not doing anything, like the government is not doing anything, then why not do it yourself? You know, form a group and go down on the ground and make some positive change, rather than you know sitting back and feeling so sour and blame the government. You know, we, we we all can make a change mm. ourselves, right? Mm. Don't always have to depend on the government, right? Yes. Yeah, totally agree with that. Yeah. So and I think these people are spending. Yeah, and I think these people are spending doing great things versus like, you know, spending time behind a keyboard fighting all these 
seemingly unjust policies. So I think we should be like these people, uh, you know, to really just go on the ground and make a change and difference to the places where you think are lacking rather than just making a lot of noise. Uh. Yeah, totally agree that. To sum up, I, I guess uh, what you're sharing is like to have more empathy, have mm. more humility to what people have been through. Uh, mm. And then I think if everybody give right into, you know, like to what we have, right, to the society, you know, instead of just thinking about taking, right, this, uh, I mean, like, we, we, have, we have been uh, going through all the crisis right, smoothly. I think this is just not in Singapore. And I think worldwide, right, is having, um, you know, going through this uh, situation as well. Actually, we have uh, one more last question in the house. What do you think of a high value, high end value traveling and adventure traveling in upcoming days? Wow, this is like a interesting question. Oh. What I think Bira, high end value. So I met him twice when I was in Nepal, even a uh, recent uh, January, mm. in my uh, recent trip to Nepal. Oh, hi! You have a friend here. Cool. So, what's your take about it? What is this? Um, I'm wondering what is this high end value? Is it like luxury kind of traveling? Yeah, I'm just wondering, what's your thoughts about this? What's the difference? Uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, what's the definition of high-end value traveling? Luxurious travel, uh, yeah. I guess so, I guess it means it's uh, luxurious, uh, luxury travel. Resorts and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he said yes. Yeah, correct, correct. Mm. <laughs> yes. I think, I think um, Luxurious traveling, right, uh, is something that probably, I, I mean, I may be wrong, but like, um, would probably still be thriving because people who have the money to spend, right, like no matter what social distancing uh, uh, measures you put in place, whatever, however the ticket prices go up, however the market turns, right, they can still afford to do it, you know. So I think high-end value traveling, right, is really a matter of whether they still feel safe with traveling because the money was to be spent if they feel if they feel so and they were to go so i think high-end value traveling is really more of the question of whether they feel it's safe to travel and once they feel that and have that confidence to travel right i think they will spend but when it comes to adventure traveling i think it, it will be a different ball game because adventure traveling right is a lot of uh uh like traveling to raw places or places with lesser amenities places where it's um less safe so to speak so in this climate i'm not so sure if adventurers wanna be taking that risk so i think i do see the potential there for the adventure traveling market to be to be heavy hit la. Mm. Cool. All right. thanks for sharing how about you scott what do you think about this i feel that high-end value tra traveling right um this is a kind of um a lifestyle or rather a kind of habit it's habitual that uh, this group of consumers have uh, i used to traveling this way so like what henry mentioned they have the money and uh they will still continue this this lifestyle this way of traveling uh if the hot the six stars hotels are still intact and and, and they, they manage to survive after the pandemic and same 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 goes to um i think for adventure traveling right there's more. I, I feel that there's more potential in adventure traveling in the upcoming days, despite uh, the despite um, the, 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 like, like what Henry mentioned about uh, climate change, for example, like global warming. Because adventure travel basically means you can uh, just, for example, take a backpack, uh, go out in the wilderness, make your own food, set up a tent, all by yourself, or just in pairs or just with a small group of friends, you can just do it in Mongolia, for example, 
or somewhere um, uh, uh, vast where there's not many people. And you don't really need um, to stay in a hotel or guest house even if you talk about real adventure traveling, which means even with this pandemic, right, um, businesses like hotels and guest house uh, wouldn't be in the way because like, you're, you're sitting in a tent, man. You can pitch anywhere you want as long as the, the country uh, doesn't come up with new uh, pre pre preventive measures like, to, to stop travelers uh, from, from, from doing certain things, you see. So it's how, you, how we see adventure traveling in different forms. If it's kept to a small small group, I think it's there's potential for it. Uh, yeah, that's my take on it. Lah. All right. So, well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, Viraj got this answer. Yeah, you can answer, answer. So, yeah, relay. This is uh, cheaper have a quarter. Uh, this relay by life for SDS and only where we can do all the work. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess uh, cheaper also know about this uh, relay for life thing. Yeah, cheaper you should really join like um check out like uh, Scott's and Henry. They actually have contributed a lot uh, for this initiative as well. Yeah, I've been seen, I've been following them as well. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay, so because of uh time constraint, I think I, I think time has passed so fast. It's like two hours is gone. <laughs> I think I, I like like I think this is a very good sharing with y'all, and I guess our our audience love it as well. That, that we can see a lot of engagement as well. Yeah, we love to you know we love all the insights that we all shared. So thank you so much, guys, for sharing today. And uh, now let me also uh, just uh, do a quick shout out for everybody's as well. Thank you for all your uh. Thank you for watching this, and I saw my sister also watching this as well. <laughs> Probably uh, she's a big fan of uh, Henry also. So thank you so much for your time, okay? So allow me to actually like uh, send you to the backstage first, whereby I can shout out for the next event, okay? Thank you, so thank you guys. Have stay safe. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening. See you guys. Thank you. All right, so thank you all for joining us for this two hour because it's a special edition and uh, that's why uh, it's like not our usual uh, timing for one hour. And I, I hope you really gain a lot of uh, insights from these two great travelers, like handsome guys, right? like Scott and Henry, okay? So a quick shout out for our next episode. Right, our next episode, we'll go back to you know, Friday. It's going to be the last week of May. All right, we saw that in different parts of the world, right? Like a lot of uh, businesses have started to resume the operation at this period. And uh, in Singapore, uh, circuit breaker is going to phases. Maybe in Malaysia, uh, it's gonna like I mean, like they predicted it's like ended in uh, nine June. Uh, but I think sports business will not be open more so quickly, especially in Singapore's government saying that it's gonna open in phase two, which we don't know which date yet. So we'll bring you back to the wall, and I have invited these two giants from the climbing industry. Okay, one from uh, the Rock School from Singapore, and the other one is Camp Five, both bits. Both of their businesses are actually heavily being hit okay, because they have more than one branch of the, the climbing gym. And also, uh, one, one big news is that you know, Olympic, in the Olympic, right, climbing sports was supposed, this year was supposed to be their first debut. Right? But because of COVID-19, it got postponed. So what does it mean to the climbing community and what does it mean to the climbing athletes as well? All right, so um, come and join us, you know, like, uh, because both of them actually have uh, done the different uh, creative measures to engage their audience. You know, like, uh, I heard already, it's like mind-blowing to me. Alright, so I know that it's not easy, but they did it. Okay, if you look find more, please mark your calendar down. Alright, on next Friday, 8pm on Facebook Live. And we, we're very blessed to, to have them to give us some special giveaway. And one of it is like the free gym passes. If you love it, please share with your friends. If you want to win it, come and join us. Alright, so I want to wish uh, everybody have a good weekend at night. Uh, I mean, like tonight and also, also tomorrow for Malay Community Salamat Hari Raya. 
Alright, so have a great weekend. And I wish everybody stay safe, stay strong, and take good care of yourself. Okay, bye!